Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Working hard like it's a profession Watch out now, cause 
night, everybody. Hello? All right, everybody. That was Britney Spears, and I think it's called Work Bitch. What do you think about that song, Robin? Yeah, it's a good song. <laughs> it kind of makes right. you think, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you you got to work. <laughs> <laughs> you got to work to get somewhere in this country, and the post office is learning it firsthand when they are considering, and they are seriously considering this, they are seriously considering becoming a bank. What do you think about that, Robin? Well, I've been thinking about it, and I'm not real sure what all that would entail. Would we actually make deposits and cash checks there? Or I know we already get money orders from the post office. So okay. They do a little money exchange system with us. Well, let's see. This is what the members, the Jacksonville.com says. Should okay. Postal Service become a bank, too? And it says, would you like the Post Service to become your local banker, too? That idea has been floated by the Inspector General. The idea is struggling services could produce needed revenue, and network of offices would be needed in underserved areas like core cities and rural areas. Critics wonder why adding more services would work, and why would a bank want to partner with the Postal Service? So maybe what they're thinking is that if they put like a Chase Bank inside a post office like they do in a Walmart. Or at the grocery store. Yeah, so maybe that's what they're thinking. Oh, that would be good because I have friends that live out and like outside of town by 40 miles, and they have to drive in. There's no big banks. There's no Chase or Bank of America or Wells Fargo within about 15 miles, but there is a post office. So let's go on with this. It says, so we've asked members of our email interaction group, this is from the Jacksonville.com, for, for their take. Some felt it makes more sense to bring Back the Pony Express, others were more optimistic. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> All right, so keep away, politicians. It might just work if a greedy gang in Washington could refrain from strangling it at birth. <laughs> if we can accept having a Wells Fargo or a Chase in Walmart or H-E-B or Tom Thumb, why can't we have one at the post offices? I would feel like my money's a little bit safer in a secured government building than in a, a grocery store. Well, and like I said, I'm just assuming that, that, that that's how it would work, that they would just put a bank location in there. The well, more, that would be the idea. You should, you should email them. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to email them and ask them. But the more I'm reading this, it sounds like that the people at the – at the counter would actually be your banker as well as a post office person. Oh, okay. I think that would be hard. Well, with the computer systems we have, they'd probably just enter in your routing number and your deposit slip information and put it into whatever bank you bank with. Let, let, let's just think out loud for a second. So you work at the post office, and the uh-huh. first things that you say is post office or bank. <laughs> 
And if you hit post office, then it brings up the mail stuff, whatever they're used to. And if right. it brings up the bank, then it pulls up account information. <laughs> no, it, it really would. Um, I mean, you trust the post office workers with all kinds of very secure mail and priority mail and um, sending off gifts. And, I mean, people mail off expensive items that you insure. So, I mean, it's a government agency. So it's a secure place, I would think. So I don't know what to – I mean, those employees are probably just as qualified to take your money as somebody that works at a little bank satellite place at a grocery store. Well, yeah, because those people are sometimes 18 years old. I mean, not downing, yeah. not downing an age limit, but people at the post office, you have to be responsible but at a bank now, now that I say that at a bank, I think you have to pass a ba- background check. Oh, yeah. And all kinds of things. So let's go on. It says efficiency is the issue. If you have, to, if you have been to a post office lately, you will quickly see that it is not very difficult, not very efficient. I think That's adding different. banking services would be an awful idea. The well, lines, have, the lines are. The lines would probably be out the door, while online banking and the abundance of commercial banks, I do not see a positive issue for this endeavor. The post office has lost billions of dollars over the years. Do we really want or need more taxpayer funds to subsidize this organization? That's true. I mean, I almost do everything online, you know, with the way we can do now with – apps on your smartphones you can scan in your checks and you don't even have to leave your house to make a deposit the only time i go to the bank is if i need cash or if the check doesn't scan sometimes i just still uh, use the post office by mailing it in to my bank exactly and the thing i don't know that i actually like that though because you need human interaction (laughs) but it, it is it is convenient and mm-hmm. that's where the world's going. I think the world is going about the about the convenient way, the most convenient way. Convenience and instant, instant gratification. If I get a check in the mail, I can immediately. Whoa, whoa! It it's not that kind of show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's our other show. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's after hours, after dark. Okay. All you need that's to know, radio. <laughs> or wait a minute, it's after dark. Are you need to know radio? Are you listening? <laughs> Use that voice. But uh, I I do almost all my banking through my phone app. You know, I mean it's a great way to bank. And every bank, every every major bank. Now you've got some little hometown banks that don't have that app yet. Absolutely. All right. Well, you know what that sound means. Yep. We got to take a short break. Everybody, don't touch that dial. If you'd like to join the show live at 619-638-8513, that is 619-638-8513. You are listening to the number one show, thanks to you guys. Google us. Google All You Need to Know Radio. Google Credit Talk Show. Out of millions and millions, we're the first that comes up, and it's because of you. You're listening to All You Need to Know Radio with Luke Diesel and the amazing Robin. We'll be right back.
Jesus. His name's Jesus. There is something unusual about him. It's rumored he works miracles. Get up and walk. Five thousand came to see him. Come with me, and I will give you a whole new life. He has a power. The power to cause trouble. What is that? Peter, come. I will crush any rebellion. Don't be afraid. Everything is possible with God. Are you the son of God? I am the son of God. February 28th. Witness the story in large format theaters. In Redbox and DVDs coming soon, this is the Dallas Buyers Club. Oscar winner, Dallas Buyers Club. Estimate you have 30 days left. Ain't nothing out there can kill Ron Woodruff in 30 days. They got good meds out of Mexico. You could be making a fortune off of this. Importing illegal drugs for sale. A very serious offense. You treating these people? Oh, they're treating themselves. Can you prove these are patients? Can you prove they're not? And I got one life. More in the meantime. Dallas Buyers Club. Rated R. the seat of my big black jack truck rolling on 35 pretty girl by my side you got that sun and skirt and boots waiting on you to look my way and scoop your little hot self over here all right everybody welcome back to all you need to know radio i'm your host luke diesel with the amazing did i lose robin no, I'm here. Sorry. <laughs> I had my phone muted so I wouldn't be talking over the song. No worries. Live show, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the number one show, All You Need to Know Radio. What is all you need to know? It is exactly what it sounds like. Tell them, Robin. It's everything you ever wanted to know but were afraid to ask. <laughs> that where no truer words have been spoken in a long time. (laughs) All right, let's get back to this. We are talking about should a post office become a bank as well to stay in business? And what we're talking about right now is from the Jacksonville um, online, jacksonville.com, sent a tweet out to all their people, and this is what they're responding Competition in the area of financial services would probably be good for many customers. My concern would be controls to prevent this from being another revenue for those who really can't afford easy money to find this another temporary solution for their financial solutions. Furthermore, I question that it will resolve the postal services cash flow challenge. What do you think? 
That's probably true. I mean, it, you know, going to the post office is an effort as it is because it, there's always lines. There's only one or two people usually working. They would have to really change how they help their customers for this to be efficient. Okay, and here's something I didn't know. This already works in Europe. Did you know that? I, no, I did not. I did not know that. I guess I should read articles for all the way down so I can know that. It says, we have traveled exclusively throughout Europe, and we have frequently stopped by a post office to mail cards back home. In almost every instance, the postal service is the center of activity with consumers conducting banking, billing, utility bills, and et cetera. If the post office wants to remain viable, they need to explore these business lines as fewer and fewer people need to go to the post office to buy stamps. What do you think? Well, I agree with part of that. I mean, I don't go to the post office to buy stamps all the time, but I pay almost everything online. I, don't, I pay my electric, my phone, everything. I do almost everything online. I think people with a storefront, post office, even banks are having a more challenging time because, of the computer age. We do almost everything online. I can't even remember the last time I went into a bank or a post office. or the la- I haven't been to my electric company in 13 years. I've paid my electric bill online. I mean, have you ever gone and paid your electric or your phone bill in person? Honestly, can't remember the last time I did anything like that either. I mean, yeah. just being able to pay it online is just too convenient. Yeah, you can do it at midnight in bed. I mean, you know. I mean, yeah, you get things done when you can be doing other things during the day. Like if you're standing in line to the post office or standing in line at the bank, then you're losing money because you're not being able to do the things that you need to do. So like doing right. it late at night when your husband or wife is laying in bed, when they've already fallen asleep and you can't sleep and you can get up and do what you need to do, that's not a bad thing. No, and the only place I actually go, I do a lot of shopping online. The only place I have to go is the grocery store. I used to use a delivery service, but they apparently weren't profitable, so they went out of business. But I used to have food delivered, and there are still certain companies that you can have food delivered, but it's going to get to be where no one goes anywhere. I mean, I did all my Christmas shopping online at Amazon, had everything shipped. Were were, Were you concerned about using your card online that much? Nope. Do you use like a specific card to just do online purchases so you keep right. that amount of money in that account? Right. Okay. Right. So you st- so you shop responsible and smart. And right. you better yeah. since you're a co-host of a show like this. Exactly. I've learned. <laughs> I know what to do. I've listened. All right. This someone else goes on to say change is needed. The United States Postal Service is in a no-win situation. It's a miracle that it works at all. As a private, I'm sorry, public-private hydrant, it is forced to operate in the worst in the worst of both worlds, with hands tied behind its back. The lobbying efforts of banks, utility companies, credit unions, shipping, and others will paralyze Congress and keep it from doing the right thing. So here we all sit re-nationalized it, privatized it, or kill it and let the private sector step in. What do you think? 
Well, I guess that's his opinion. I don't know. You know, we have UPS. We have uh, all kinds of FedEx. We have all kinds of delivery systems that we have the ability to use instead of the USPS. So it hasn't, I don't know how much that has cut into their business. I'm sure quite a bit. I just don't know how it's going to make any difference. I think well, I, they need cash flow apparently, and when you bank, that gives you cash flow. When people are bringing you their um, checks, their employment checks, or cashing their Social Security checks, or just making deposits, you know, that money sits in there a while, and it gives you cash flow to to use. And I guess that's what they're wanting to promote. I just don't know how many people really actually physically go into banks but I know when I go when I do go to the post office there always is a line out the door but there's usually just one or two people helping so people are still going to the post office maybe if they could do everything in one stop shopping pay their electric bill pay their phone bill mail off birthday cards or whatever they're mailing off and bank maybe it would work I don't know they would need to do some kind of a test survey someplace a test panel Okay, now this is a this is a banking blog, and this is from Bankrate.com. And once again, we will post this on our Facebook and Twitter pages so you can see what we're reading from. The U.S. Postal Service wants it to be able to cash your check or make money order transfers to the next time you stop by the local post office to mail a package. Okay, the pitch is going to be the post office could provide sur- – services such as prepaid cards, check cashing, small loans to underbanked and overbanked population, don't make any sense, which would help the struggling postal service shore up its own finances. But unsurprisingly, many banks have been less than enthusiastic about the idea, saying that this would be an embarrassing thing calling it an attempt of government infusion into, excuse me, intrusion into the financial services sector. What do you think? (laughs) You know, whoever's talking sounds so good. So I'm like, okay, maybe it will. (laughs) I don't know. I think they, they need to do a test and see or have someone that's really good at statistics plan this out. Do you think this is some conspiracy? No. Because <laughs> that's what they're trying to make it sound like. No, I don't think so. I think the post office is struggling, and they're trying to think of ways to stay viable. Well, and they've got to, because if they yeah. don't, then they will fade away. Yeah. I mean, I do still mail a lot of, of mail out. You know, I, don't, I, don't, I do all my banking and my, my utilities online, but I still I love to mail cards. You know, I don't want to lose that personal touch. I love to mail cards. I, I do mail gifts. Um, so we do mail. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that sound means we need to take a quick break. And anybody that wants to uh, read these articles can go to our Facebook and Twitter. Like I said, these articles will be posted. And make sure you follow us on Facebook and Twitter. When we come back, the Hollywood Weird Report, Robin's favorite part of the show. You're listening to all... You're listening to All You Need to Know Radio on Blog Talk Radio exclusively. And I am Luke Diesel with the amazing 
And this is Steve Grant's day. We'll be right back. Number one movie in the country right now, the Lego movie. Jumping jacks, hit them. One, two, three. I am so pumped up. Yes. Overpriced coffee. That's $37. Awesome. Everything is awesome. Oh my gosh, I love this song. Come with me if you want to not die. What is happening? You're the special. And the prophecy states that you're the most important person in the universe. That's you, right? Uh, yes. That's me. Relax, everybody. I'm here. Batman? Awesome! Who are you here to see? I'm here to see your butt. Oh, my gosh. Pow. Wham. First try. My fellow master builders, Hello. Lord Business plans to end the world as we know it. There is yet one hope. The special has arisen. I know what you're thinking. He is the least qualified person to lead us. And you are right. A house divided against itself would be better than this. Abraham Lincoln. I'm not the special. I'm just a regular, normal guy. You have the ability to be the special because I believe in you. people almost following her on Facebook, just a little number like that. We're also going to have her as a special guest in the coming weeks, so stay tuned to the program, and we will tell you when. Our topic of tonight was, should the post office turn to a bank to stay in business? Make sure you follow us on Twitter at All Need Radio, All Need Radio, and hashtag post office. We want to know what you think. We need to know what do you think about this because I think it's a great idea personally. Welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio. Once again, All Need Radio, that's our Twitter handle, hashtag post office, yes or no, we want to know. And I'm Luke Diesel and Robin, and this is the Hollywood We Report. Okay. And let's start it off with this. 
chained our hearts in vain We jumped, never asking why We kissed, I fell under your spell of love No one could deny Don't you ever say I just walked away I will always want you Like a wrecking ball with Robin Thicke's marriage. His wife says it is over. She's tired of the grab assing. What do you think, Robin? Well, I would be too. I mean, come on now. I mean, he stopped short of saying they have an open marriage in an interview, but yeah. there's there's a picture of him that the photographer got. And he's smiling, and she's holding a drink, and it looks like a pretty innocent fan picture, except in the back there's a mirror where you can see his hand up her dress. Oh, my gosh. I saw that, and I thought, okay, is that real? It's real. Apparently what TMZ is reporting is that last week – Paula basically sent Robin Thicke a text and said it's over and wouldn't answer his phone calls, wouldn't answer any of his messages. He even called her manager, and he was basically cut off. He canceled two different concerts and flew home on a private jet and begged her to take him back, insisting that these kind of things happen because of his business. What do you think? Oh, you know, it's just Hollywood publicity. <laughs> Who knows? But it does make us, him get in the news, doesn't it? Sometimes I wonder if any of the things we hear about are true, halfway true, or all PR. Well, exactly. PR, PR or BS. Well, exactly. I mean, publicity is publicity. And, you know, TMZ goes on to to say that Robin Thicke threw a Hail Mary last Friday to try to save his marriage, canceling his Atlanta concert and flying to Canada to plead with his wife. Paula Patton was having none out of it. She said, not only you're trying to tell people that we're separated, I'm telling you we are getting a divorce. Well, how unprofessional of him. Finish your job. You know, the normal people like me and you, we can't just call in and say, I can't come to work today because I'm having an argument with my wife. So, and it's your job. Think of all those people that maybe had anniversary plans and, or birthday gifts for, the, for his tickets for his concert, and he just cancels it, and so their whole plan. Sometimes people fly in from other states to see, you know, stars. Yeah, and the thing is, is that blame Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Let's yeah. just stop with that. <laughs> just blame Canada for a couple of reasons. All right, in TV news this week, lots of exciting shows are coming back. Now, American Idol came back and was pitted against the Olympics. God help us. 
Yeah. And I didn't watch the Olympics. Their their stance on same-sex marriages and Putin beating people and stuff like that because of their sexuality ruined the Olympics for me. Did you watch any of them? No, I did not. And I feel bad about that because of the fact that Americans were competed. But usually – I support my country's athletes. I just was not interested in watching this year. It just didn't have the same energy feel for me. Yeah, it just it seemed like a lot of things were going wrong. And, I, you know, me watching or not watching, it's not going to make them win or not win. I support them and proud of the ones that medaled and the ones that even competed. But I just didn't have the energy to watch it this year. Well, and, you know, there's a difference when you're supporting something and then when you're not. I mean, the thing is, is that it wasn't, it wasn't a fun thing to watch. And you right. say that you not watching doesn't really affect them. Well, let me tell you something. NBC hits an all-time low with the closing ceremonies. They're equivalent in it to all the bad press that it received because of the, the country's position on same-sex marriage. Well, I don't mean it doesn't affect the – station that the network that ran the olympics i just meant it doesn't affect the athletes themselves winning or not winning if they're not viewed on tv they're still going to perform at their level they're olympians but i'm sure they would appreciate more people watching (laughs) i just feel bad because i felt like not watching i wasn't supporting my country but i appreciate you saying that because i supported them from afar i always support the athletes exactly but just not their bullish pig head coward of a leader right not even going to say his name on our show because he doesn't even deserve that kind of justice i personally think the guy is gay and that's why he's bashing everything but that's just me and moving on history was made when jason collins was the first openly gay person to start in the mbna did you hear that no, I did not. Yes, he I was. I this part of the show. I hear all kinds. <laughs> I have heard. Yes, he was signed for a ten-day contract because that's all the season has left, apparently. But he was signed on, I believe it was Sunday night or Sunday morning, and they played Sunday night, and they won with the first openly gay player. That's awesome. So Michael Sam came out. You've heard about that, right? Oh, yes. He is on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Make sure you check that out. Okay, TV, real quick. American Idol was pitted against the Olympics, like we were saying before, before I went off on my rant. And we're running out of time, so I'll do this quick. But they're saying that American Idol is losing money because of Jennifer Lopez's salary, because of Ryan Seacrest's salary, and because of the $5 million they spent on upgrading the set. Have you watched it? Uh, I have watched. I love American Idol, and I love the judges this year. I think the chemistry between them is the best it's ever been. Well, they've got a country, they've got a pop, and they've got someone that, that's very trained in in musicality. And how can they put the ratings against the Olympics? Well, this timing was off this year, and they can't they can't do that. It's going to pick up. It's going to pick up now. Well, and talking about that, The Voice came back last night to 15.3 million viewers. Now, keep in mind, that's coming after the Olympics. So NBC was genius the way they brought the voice on, and the way they were genius was because they 
did it after the Super Bowl, remember? Mm-hmm. That's how they premiered The Voice was after the Super Bowl. Now, the next thing is Nashville comes back on Wednesday night, which I love that show. And then Scandal about... I do, I do like Scandal. You do love some Scandal, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. We are out of time. That was the Hollywood Weird Report. We actually went a little over, so we apologize for that. But this is All You Need to Know Radio. Make sure you join us next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can email us. You can, you can fax us. You can tweet us. You can Facebook us. <laughs> you can find us everywhere. I'm Luke Diesel, your host with the amazing. Robin. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.